<laughs> yeah, Kari the Butcher in the building. Griselda. The Kari coming, nigga. <laughs> Why don't you ever say that <laughs> ever again in life? That sounded nasty. You don't want to. Are you going to be the butcher? The butcher coming, nigga. Mm-mm. Imagine hearing that and it's just Kari walking up. <laughs> <laughs> He got a barbecue sandwich in his hand. <laughs> You're no longer intimidated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's he, tough. He got brisket. I don't eat brisket. It's supposed to go hand in hand with the butcher type of thing. What, what, what are you in the smothering turkey? I mean, <laughs> slaughtering turkey? Something like that. This guy is fucking. Um, <clears throat> are you ready to get into what we need to? Let's do it. All right, episode 229 of the Rise and Grind podcast. Let's go ahead and get to it. Little good kid, little mad city, you know. One of those you had to be there moments. But we're going to put you in that moment. Thursday morning. Let's get to it. Episode 229, Rising Rock Podcast. Boys back. Let's go. Uh, me and my niggas trying to get it, you bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, that bitch. house tell me, is you with it, you bitch. Yeah, bitch. Home yeah, invasion, what's persuasive? Wake up, man. Wake up. Yeah, man. We're in the fucking building. I know it's faking, you bitch. Back when condom rappers wasn't cool, they wasn't cool, they wasn't. I fuck Shireen and went to tell my bros, tell my bros. Then that Shireen let it burn, came on, that burn came on, that burn came on. I saw Saul at night, I rhyming, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. Park the car, then we start rhyming. Sorry, he talked about how he went to uh, fuck Shireen and tell his bros. Huh? Do you remember the the name we had for vagina when we were in high school? You looking like an easy come up, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. A silver spoon, we call it all sex, poo poo. Yeah, bitch. And that's a lifestyle that we never knew. And stank. Go at a rapper, the rapping gun. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Pick your poison, tell me what you're doing. Everybody go respect the shoe. Imagine if our girlfriends knew we were referring to their, uh, their areas in that, in that way. Stank, stank. Hey, I just got some stank for real. As long as it's that stank good, baby. Sorry, that was completely out of line. <laughs> I was gonna say, God forgive me. <laughs> Episode 229 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Your boy Roderick in the building. Yes, sir. Jakari, man, we back in the building. Did you say that stank good? I did. <clears throat> I don't know what's wrong with me, man. I'm starting, what's your deal? I'm starting early. What's your deal, I'm man? I'm starting early on this episode, man. I don't understand. Like, What's this guy's deal? Hey. I don't know, son. Tripping. It's episode 229. <laughs> it's Thursday morning. We in the building. How you feel, Corey? I feel great. I feel great. How you feel? I feel good. Tell me how your week's been going. <clears throat> fast, man. I just feel like every day going by fast. I swear, April. Ooh, April. You living fast? <clears throat> you Tupac? <laughs> Live fast. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh I ain't want to say it. What did, what did Roddy Rich say? I ain't want to say it. What did his OG say? <laughs> Nah, I want to. I want to live young, wild, and free. <laughs> are you? Uh, are you Mac? Ooh, 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 if you're Mac, I'll be Devin. <laughs> you trying to go back to high yeah, school? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mac and Devin go back to high school. 
I don't know if I'll go back to high school. Which one? The thing about it is we were all so high, it didn't even fucking matter. Who was Mac and who was Devin? To be honest with you, I think Mac is Snoop. Okay. And Devin may be Wiz. I really don't know. Man. I honestly don't know. We probably wrong. The greatest thing about this is I always have weed at the crib. I'm watching this. I'm watching this as soon as I leave the pod. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie since probably when it came out. It's no. Been, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a good minute. I need to go back to it as well. There were some times, uh, trap story. Um, <laughs> trap story. <clears throat> there were some times, maybe like 2016, 17, where we would be inside of some <clears throat> homes that would be considered the bando. Got tools like Rambo. Um, and we watched that that movie all the time just because we wanted to be inside of a place while we could do the, oh, every time that this, this, this happens, no, you take right. a hit. <clears throat> Were you around for that? I mean, I don't remember, but I'm sure I was. You weren't there? No, Akari's ass was always really in class. Like, I used to <laughs> I used to skip class to be in illegal places. Kari, like, actually went to school and then, like, showed up there afterwards. <laughs> but the thing about it was I would be there when I wasn't supposed to be, and then I would leave in timely manner. Kari would show up after classes and be there until like four in the fucking morning. Hey man, somebody got to work the night shift. No, you value you value niggas like that. <laughs> the graveyard. This nigga would. All right, all right, stop. <laughs> like, what's up, yo? You man, you indicted yourself. <laughs> no, nah, bro. What the fuck did he just put himself statue, in? Goodfella, statue of Ray Liotta, statue of limitations, man. That nigga said somebody got to work the night shift. <laughs> I just said a trap house, nigga. You do the math. <laughs> you do the math, yo. I hope your parents are listening. Hi, guys. We was chilling, man. We wasn't doing nothing. We was going to school. We were just going to school, like you said. I'm just going to class. I dropped out. Yeah. I wasn't just going to school. <laughs> My fault. No, high school. We was just going to school, though. Um <clears throat> My week though, man. So overall, like I said, it's just been um, a fast week. Like I said, I was mentioning how I just feel like every day just moving really fast. So I'm really just trying to just appreciate it, man. But I feel good overall. Um, just been getting a lot of things done. You know, we talked about on the last episode, just really getting back into that mindset that we've had previously. Um, we're just really like locking in. Like it really just took having for me. I got to see things, you know, so we wrote our goals down. We talked about our goals, but we actually wrote it down. You know what I'm saying? We put it on paper, but on, on the board. So that shit, like, motivates me that I can see it. It's in front of me. Absolutely. You know, so, like, I'm just in every facet, I'm just locked in. You know what I mean? So mentally, bro, I just feel like I'm getting back to a point where I'm really going to knock this quarter out the water. You know what I'm saying? And then really the rest of the year, man, just really just go for it. Just everything I'm trying to get, man, just really just have my head down and just going for it, you know? So I feel good, man, like for real. Like I, ho- I hope you feel my spirit. My spirit is, is up right now, man. I feel great overall. But how are you feeling, man? How's your week, man? My spirit is up as well. I'm in the exact same type of mode and mood that you're in. Um, <clears throat> I'm married to this pod shit. Keep it 100. Married to the game. Yeah, real talk. And inside of like a marriage, like 
you're not always in tune, but you got to find something to get excited about it, um, to get back in it. Mm-hmm. Just January, February, March, we had things on the board to do, but I really just wasn't super motivated or excited. I don't know why I wasn't. I was just in a, a mood those first three months, this first quarter. Mm-hmm. But um, man, I'm excited as fuck. I'm back in that mode. I'm back in that that entire uh, mindset that I was in 2022. I'm back in that. Ideas been flowing crazy all week. Um, I've been wanting to do nothing but leave the nine to five shit that I'm doing and work on pie shit. I'm only envisioning um, <clears throat> nothing but potting. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm back. Locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm locked in. <clears throat> um, I feel that. Works good, you know. But I'm thinking about potting. Even when I'm at work now, I'm taking my iPad um, and I'm setting up my keyboard and everything else and I'm doing pod shit at work. Hey guys, we're here. Yeah, I feel that, bro. That's good, man. I'm glad that you feel good. Yeah, man, feel great. For real, for real. Um, did we have anything we wanted to talk about before we before we moved into uh, music this week? So there was a tweet that said, "Is Jay Z not scaring the hoes?" Music. You sent this to me, and there wasn't too much uproar over the Jay Z one because. I was able to look back over Jay-Z's back catalog and the state of today's music. And yes, he makes or he made gangster music. The The bulk of his music, of course, is very wordy. He has great wordplay. He has great bars, great hooks. But a lot of it is gangster. Um, the content's gangster. You got some hits though. Jay got some hits that can be played. He does have hits, but <clears throat> not to say they're few and far between. But if you think about an entire catalog, I can't think of any women that are just playing whole Jay Z albums. Okay, maybe, maybe back then you. in his prime. But I like, name one or not name, but like, can you think of one woman that you know that just rides around playing whole Jay Z albums, even if they're playing a lot of Jay Z? Nah, I don't. I don't. But. I don't think if a Jay-Z song came on, it would make the situation weird or be called scaring the hoes. I think Jay-Z made good enough music where if a song or two come on, it ain't no big deal. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but you said outside of Jay-Z, there were some other ones that you saw. What were some artists that you said that? Yes, but right, bef- right before we get into that, I don't know, Kari. There might be some music that Jay-Z has that could be considered scaring the hoes music. Okay What you thinking Like if you just start Bringing out You gotta be a rap head To do like Reasonable Doubt Jay Z Like if you're in 2023 And you just spend The entire Reasonable Doubt album Like his debut You are gonna scare the host (laughs) 95 Jay Z You you scaring the host Okay Um, If you play Kingdom Come Jay Z You scaring the host American Gangster. A lot of American gangster, you're scaring the hoes. If you play those R. Kelly tapes, oh, you're yeah, you definitely scaring them. Do I even need to say that you're scaring them with the Jay Z <laughs> R. Kelly mix? <laughs> they did the side by side face. You right. didn't even need Jay Z to scare them. You just needed Robert. Yeah, absolutely. Bob. Um, 
No, you can only play. You got to play the Jay Z Essentials playlist on Apple. <laughs> Essentials. And if you don't have Apple Music, make sure you click the link down there at the bottom of the bio and get Apple Music. Ooh. So you can always get those songs that we play at the end of the podcast. <clears throat> Cha-ching. But yes, I think Jay-Z has scared all his music. Maybe. The one that I saw the most that I'm sure you have an issue with, I think I even have somewhat of an issue with J. Cole, Corey. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people saying J. Cole has scared the hoes music. <clears throat> yeah, I don't really Or scaring the hoes music, should yeah, I say. I don't really have an issue with this because it's it's been a stigma for how long now that J. Cole is the boring rapper, makes boring music. You know what I'm saying? The platinum, double platinum with no features, like all that, you know, all the gimmicks. So I really don't pay attention too much on Twitter. But the thing about, about this, J. Cole. I had an outside conversation with somebody just today about seeing J. Cole's name under that conversation. And what I was saying is I've been to maybe one or two J. Cole events. I know I've been to at least one J. Cole concert. And when you walk in, nothing but women. Of course there are men there, but I will I am a I'm willing to to go out on a limb and say the women outweigh the men at a J. Cole concert. Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I've never really looked at it like that from the shows that I went to. It's possible, though. I will say there's definitely a lot of women in the building, but outnumbering, I'm not sure. But I remember being at a J. Cole concert, and I went to the concession stand, and I saw nothing but women. I didn't see any niggas. <laughs> there were no niggas there, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I remember waiting in line to get into the concert. Nothing but women. Heels. All I see is heels, heels, heels. I don't see niggas. <clears throat> I don't think J. Cole has scaring the hoes music. Nah, never. Well, no. And anytime you bring up J. Cole in conversation with women around, you're going to have women that agree that they listen to J. Cole. Yeah, I was going to say, I've, I've had more people tell me they like J. Cole than tell me they don't like J. Cole. And I've had more women tell me they like J. Cole than niggas. When yeah. I think about it, like, because... When you talk about some people not liking J. Cole, they might like that more street music and they call Cole boring. That's niggas. I really don't yeah, hear women right. say that. Yeah, you're right. Um, all the women I know love J. Cole. Except for these women on Twitter, man. Yeah, no. Did you see other people that they had uh, under the scaring the hoes music? <laughs> no, but I wanted to just open up the conversation about that because I can name some. Yeah, go ahead. Scaring the hoes. If I play some 6 9 in the car, that's scaring the hoes music. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and, of course, 6 9 is not a favor to somebody that we like, but this even goes for people that we love. Pusha T. <laughs> Pusha T has bona fide scaring the hoes music. A lot of coke. A lot of coke music. Yeah, even in that, um, not even just the coke, when you play people that just rest solely on their bars being good, you're going to scare the hoes. Like, (laughs) the hoes are going to need a little bit of excitement, like, vibe to the music, bop their head, shake their ass, something of the sort, because they want to be able to move and groove. The bars are just not going to do it. Pusha T is scaring the hoes. Griselda's going to scare the (laughs) hoes. I'm sorry, unless unless Conway's on the right track. Anybody else, 
Westside and Benny are scaring the host. Yeah. That's funny though. Um, who who else is in that very conscious realm that Freddie Freddie Gibbs scares the host? Yeah, for sure. Am I missing somebody? Stove guy cook scares the host. Jay Ski scares the host. Um I love y'all though. I love it. <clears throat> is that hate saying that they scared the hoes? <laughs> no, it's not hate. Like, cause I like their music, but like, I do not be playing that shit around women. I'm gonna scare them. <laughs> it's like you say, you know, women have a, a certain type of music that they want to listen to. Why would you just slap gangster music all day long when you ride around with your lady? Like, that don't even make sense. A certain type of thing that they want to hear and see. Period. You can even get to points in uh, the podcast where I know we're on a topic that's super male heavy and I'll go, yeah, let's move on because the pussies are drying up right now. So, <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and move on into music. Are you ready? Let's do it. Uh, just before we touch the album that's coming out soon or the, the song that's coming out soon, should I say, what have you been listening to lately, Corey? Man, so... <clears throat> album, honestly, songs... EPs, playlists. Yeah, so that Drake, man, that new Drake, I can't stop playing it. That Search and Rescue. Okay. I've been playing that a lot. Uh, Larry June, of course, The Great Escape, I've been slapping that. But that's really it, man. I ain't really been going like back and forth. I've still been playing Tyler a little bit, the Deluxe, the new Yachty, of course, still was playing Ray Shermer this past week. Um, but that's really it, man. But that Drake song, yeah, man, I, I, I play that about five times. A day? Back, like, when I hear it once, I got to hear it, like, five times, man. I just let it loop back five I haven't, times. I haven't downloaded it yet. It's not that I'm not going to download it. I just haven't remembered to. I don't know why I haven't, but um, that's a song that I have played a couple of times. It's on the, the Rap Life uh, playlist. I've heard it a couple of times. <clears throat> Music that I'm playing right now, I have to take my hat off, and I always take my hat off to Harry's house. Harry Styles, I play that album all the way through damn near every single day. That album's 13 songs, 42 minutes. I make sure I play that damn near every single day. Um, like you said, I'm playing Ray Shrimmerd. I'm still stuck on, I am really like that DJ drama. I'm stuck on the, uh, the estate sale. Call me if you get lost, Tyler, the creator. Like you said, I'm still doing a little bit of the Lil Yachty, but... The strongest right now for me is going to be Harry Styles, Tyler the Creator, DJ Drama. And that's not DJ Drama and Tyler together. That's I'm really like that DJ Drama, Estate Sale, Tyler the Creator, uh, and then Harry's House. I'm in rap a lot, but I'm still, I've got one foot in rap and one foot in alternative, and you can kind of feel it in the artist that I picked. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. <clears throat> we only got one song that's set to drop tomorrow, Post Malone. Man, we've been talking about Post Malone making a comeback for a while now. No, y'all niggas been talking what about Post Malone. What you mean, man? You don't feel like it's time for Post Malone to drop music? No. Why not? To be completely honest, Post Malone hasn't delivered us... <clears throat> Like a real, real hit since probably Sunflower. Okay. 
What was the last album that came out? 12 Carat. Average. It was all right. What was the album that came out before that? Hollywood's Bleeding, 19. Average. So he hasn't he hasn't wowed you since Beer Bongs 2018 is what you're saying. I, I'll give you that as far as if we talking project. Uh, but like I said, I just think it's anytime that Post Malone drops, he's always going to be an artist that gets talked about a lot. Cause he's oh, gonna he's going to get talked about. He's Post charts, Malone. You know what I mean? So no matter what, we know we're going to listen to it. So whether it's good or not, it's still going to be there. But my thing is, he previewed a song on Instagram this mm-hmm. past week. He did. Song that's coming out tomorrow on Friday is going to be called Chemical. Very, very, very alternative sound, which this is not anything new from Post Malone. If you listen to his projects, you know that he does this since the Stoney album. But this could be the perfect time for Post Malone to drop an album that maybe this time is more alternative and maybe isn't so hip-hop this time around. Because this song right here that's coming out is all alternative. It'll sell well commercially if he has a, a heavily alternative album. I'm sure, of course, he's Post Malone, so he's going to do rapping on it either way. But right, if it's right. if it's heavy on the alternative, he'll sell well in today's times because of the push on alternative music going on right now. And if he can slow it down and give us more of the... Feeling Whitney. Um, what's what's the other track that I'm thinking about from Stony? Fall Apart. Those type of things. We can we can get this done, but yeah. What he has to do is bring that guitar out, and I'm gonna let you know he did. He posted another video on Instagram. He back playing that guitar. Well, we posted all of the videos of the first thing he needed to bring out was them drugs. <laughs> he's been exhibiting at every every festival he's been at. <clears throat> you still think it, it caught up to him? To Are all, you kidding me? To Austin Post, absolutely, and I, I love Posty, but um, and you know, every every artist need a little bit of razzle dazzle. Yeah, man. Well, not every artist, you know. Some take care of it the best, you know. <laughs> Prince, Michael, Marvin. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. I'm, well, me putting my name, like putting that name with those. Yeah, yeah. Imagine me sitting that name right there, Prince, Michael, Marvin. Kirk. You said Michael. Jackson. No, I'm saying like you said Michael and then you said the baby. Yeah, like <laughs> Kirk needs to be up there though. Oh, you said, okay, I get you that. You said his real name. Nah, not with Mike. Not with Prince. Not with Marvin. Okay, I was about to, I was, every name that you took off, I was going to say, oh, cool, but he can still stand with, oh. <laughs> oh wait, what's there's oh. nobody. <laughs> He's not on the uh, Mount Rushmore. Lionel? No. Kidding me? Quincy? Bro, nobody. Jojo Siwa? <laughs> nah, if Jojo Siwa <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah, saying yeah, Jojo yeah, Siwa yeah. better than the baby today, like that's crazy. Shit. No lie, you probably your bro wrote a run for his money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, yeah. she probably go crazy. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure, <clears throat> for sure. But where where are we at with this? Are we still post Malone? Yeah, post Malone, like we said, man. The song is coming out tomorrow to be called Chemical. You know that means he's warming up for an album, a new album. I was about to say, obviously, this is gonna be the 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 new lead single. So 
you know, post run is, is up and coming, man. I know he was just on, on tour recently, finishing up the 12 carry toothache tour. Like you said, he's just been uh, showing. Is that what he was being erratic on? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, you know, exhibiting, you know, <laughs> things that we, we've never seen before, you could say. But, no, nah, man, it's always exciting, like I mentioned, when Post Malone drops music. So this is the start of his rollout. Looking forward to it, man. I can't wait to hear that project. Post for the summer Cardi is perfect. Cardi be fucking lying, man. What do you mean? I love Post Malone. Every time Post Malone drops. It's always Malone. exciting when Post Malone drops. Nigga, it hasn't been exciting in four years when this nigga's dropped. Every time Post drop, you're not listening to it? You crazy. I am listening to it. But, but when 12 Carat Toothache dropped, are you are you going to sit there and say you were excited? Yeah, bro. It's Post Nick, Malone. You were, we were not excited when 12 Carat Toothache. I've been feeling cooped up. I hear you, bro. I let that baby girl fuck. I hear you. And now I call it too fairy. <laughs> I've been getting cooped up in this damn apartment. I've been getting cooped up. I've been getting up. You were excited for that? Yeah, bro. Name one hit song off of uh, Hollywood's Bleeding. Hollywood's Bleeding? Fuck, I hope he can't name it. I know it, I know it, though. Um, Please don't name it. Please don't name it. It's a song with Housie and Future. Oh, man, yeah. If he's worried about that one, he doesn't have it. Um, so another song with Ozzy Osbourne. I can't remember the names of the song, but. I was thinking about Wow. Uh, I'm, wow. I'm so glad he didn't yeah. say wow because he, he would have debunked my entire theory. Uh-huh. But um, <clears throat> but whether or not if I was excited about the singles, because I know that's what you were talking about. I'm always excited for a post project, bro. Like I, I, I want to hear post the post mom. project. I'm not excited. Well, I'm excited. You don't have to be excited. That's fine. <laughs> she looks like Cardi got mad. Look, I will, no. I will, well, fuck it. I'm excited for him. <laughs> Shit, this nigga brought up last year. If I give a fuck, post fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm rooting for it. What, post a hometown hero. Yeah, I'm trying to root for him. So you you rooting for everybody that's white? <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Oh, that boy Cardi said he rooting for everybody that's white, that's man. That's crazy. I just switch up like that. After yeah, I yeah, yeah. Last pie, he was rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you ain't shit, man. I was in blackface. <laughs> oh, never mind. I was, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Um, <clears throat> do we have any other albums or songs we wanted to talk about before we got in the news? Nah, nah, we'll see. There might be some more that comes out tomorrow, but. That's all for now. All right, so let's go ahead and move on into news. It's time. Everything that we've been talking about so far has been four years out. But, Kari, since 2019, we've been waiting on the YNW Melly trial to start. Yes, sir. That trial has started. Yes, sir. <laughs> How do we think free, this is going to go? Free Melvin. Yeah, free Melvin, man. Free Melvin. No, 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 free Melly. Free, free Melly. Free Melly. Keep that boy Melvin <laughs> locked in. Keep that soul in there. Yeah, because Melvin's a demon yes, semen. Sir. Yes, sir. But to answer your question. I'm never I'm never referring to anybody as semen <laughs> that was on the pod anymore. <laughs> Yo. No, I was literally. What do you mean? 
He's a what? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Nah, look, I couldn't even, like, I was about to go into my, my little spiel. No, sir. <laughs> what do you mean? This is a sick Negro. <laughs> For real. I, uh, it be in songs, you know, like yeah. the demon semen shit. So, like, I just thought I'd be trendy. You know, like, sometimes we got listeners of all ages. Yeah. High school, college. Mm-hmm. I just figured like they they say they say demon semen, okay. so I was like, okay. let me say what they be saying. Yeah, okay. But I should really not be a follower, and I should be a leader. A leader, yeah. yeah. And I should stick to the the rivers and the lakes that I'm used to <laughs> for sure, and not get HIV like like TLC and them was talking about. <laughs> what? Okay, that's what that song was about. Yeah, I just didn't know you was going there. You know, I'm sorry. It's all good though. Um. <clears throat> well, yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and and, and move on into YNW Melly. His okay. trial starting. Yeah. So you asked where do me we think question. it's going? Yeah. How do we think it's going? What am I expecting? I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what to expect when it comes to this trial because first off, it took forever for us to even get to this point. It did because they kept having you know little things happen here. Evidence is missing. Oh, we have this. Oh, we're gonna go to trial. Oh. Fuck it, take it a try. COVID happens, it gets pushed. Like, bro, it took forever to get to this point. I damn near forgot, like, what this case is even about. I know it's about <laughs> bodies because I know who we're talking about, but Wait, pause. I didn't forgot, like, what these niggas had. You remember Melly tried to get out on two murders because he had COVID? <laughs> I do not remember that. <laughs> His family, bro, they kept posting, like, he, he getting out, he getting out, he getting out. He never got out. There was a strong back and forth because uh, do you remember at the very beginning, Mom Dukes was like, hell nah, bro. If he killed his best friends, lock his ass up. I, his mama said that? Absolutely. And then it was like free Melvin. Melvin coming home, like, mm, he going to beat that. Interesting. I mean, his, his story is very interesting interesting as well you know just as far as what they say happened the whole you know setup and making it look like something that it wasn't you know it's it's just weird you know so i i don't know what to expect from this case i think he could possibly get off but he I, could but i also think that he could really just be sent behind bars forever bro because they they've already had him for so long but it's to, just it's just going to depend on what evidence they have but i don't know what they have to refresh you guys' memory um, YNW Melly is on trial for a double murder for uh, allegedly killing his two best friends. What they said was he was in the front of a car with someone, with uh, his his co-defendant, and they got out and shot out the back of a vehicle with, or, or I'm sorry, let, let me put it this way. <clears throat> they shot out the back of the vehicle and then staged the car to make it look like it was a shootout and not that they intentionally did it. So they're on trial for allegedly killing their, their best friends. Does this stick? I don't think evidence-wise it sticks. After everything we heard, they don't have a murder weapon. They don't have a motive. These are his best friends. Why would he kill his best friends? But... um. This is going to trial, which means it's it's going to be a jury decision. I'm say it could go either way, and it, more than likely they're gonna they're gonna send this they're gonna send this in the way of the judge and the uh, the prosecution. So correct me if I'm wrong. In Florida, yeah. So things are starting to come back to me. 
Was there not also a situation where he was allegedly accused of another murder of a police officer on a beach or something like that? Yes. I don't know what happened with that charge, if it's still pending or if they're just waiting for this to wrap up before he moves on to the next case. But either that charge was dismissed or when he either, uh, whenever he answers to this case, I'm sure he will have to answer to that next case of killing a police officer um, unless it's been dismissed. How many how many accusations do these niggas get before we gotta stop saying freedom? Oh, never. No, it's free to, it's free, free Melvin. <laughs> it's free until it's, we see him. It's free Melvin. Until that shit backwards, man. <laughs> until it's backwards. I'm like, damn, that's like three or four. What I'm bodies he may have, and I'm saying freedom. His lawyer better be a beast. So far, um, it seems like They've been good up until this point. Like I said, there's been a lot of delays, but sometimes delays can mean a good thing. Sometimes it can mean a bad thing. Like you said, we'll just have to see what happens with the jury, man. But, yeah, we can move on up out of that if you're ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are we at with it next? So moving on, man. So Jay-Z, Jay-Z has been announced to have a celebration performance upcoming this week. Yeah, um, from what it looks like, there's a, a Basquiat art show. Is going on? Yeah, it's actually going to be in Paris. Okay. It's crazy. Well, I mean, not really because it's Basquiat. Yeah, yeah, but Jay-Z hasn't performed in Paris in like years. Since Yeah, since Niggas was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, he probably hasn't performed in Paris since Niggas yeah, was yeah, there. You're right. But um, he's set to perform in Paris for a Basquiat art show. It doesn't really surprise me. I know Jay-Z is an immense Basquiat fan and... Why, why would he not? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't have too much to say on it. He hasn't performed in a while so, um, at the concert type of realm. So, I mean, right. it's not one of those things that you can just get into, I don't think, though. Oh, you saying like just a regular fan? Yeah, I don't. No, no, yeah, you know, yeah. This, you, this is going to be uh, private. Yeah, I saw the flyer, but. Yeah, it's hard. And they had pricing things on there as well, but it's it's not something you can just like click a button and go get a ticket. You're no, You're not. You're not just getting into that. Yeah, how many niggas you know going to Paris anyways? Niggas. <laughs> like, Paris. you know, niggas always come and flock. We'll see. You know why they named that song Niggas in Paris, right? Tell me. Because niggas, niggas was in Paris. <laughs> right, right. Like, come on now. Come on. Like, we had to just put the location on it, but. Plus, I know you heard Kanye say it because yeah. niggas was in Paris. But no, I got the day, man. So it's actually tomorrow, Friday, the 14th. Uh, he's gonna be doing a performance there. So, oh, he's in Paris now, then. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's based on the foundation Louis Vuitton. So yeah, looks like it'll be a good show. Hopefully, we can get some footage of that. One of y'all that's out there in Paris upload that for us. But Headass. But no, nah, man. Let me ask you a question. So you know, we talked about how Jay Z's kind of always on time when he drops. He hasn't dropped in a while. Uh, we kind of talked about maybe the end of last year or earlier this year. Jay Z possibly. Releasing a project. He's did the Grammy performance this year. Okay. Now he's going to do this show. Do you think we get new music from Jay-Z this year? And now that you say that, I would love to see a late third quarter release from Jay-Z or maybe a beginning of fourth quarter release like October. I would love to see something between September and October drop from Jay-Z. We talked about it at the beginning of the year. We talked about it last year, how we're due for a Jay-Z album. He hasn't dropped since 444. That was 
going on six Se- years ago. Seventeen, right? Yeah, that was yeah, 2017. Was so going on six years ago. Yeah. We're due for a Jay Z album, but when you think about a vet and when you think about somebody who does not need rap for anything, it's like, okay, is he working right now? Mm-hmm. Is he working on an album? Is he just getting? Is he just getting some money? I was about to say, sometimes as well as an artist, especially when you've been in the game that long, sometimes, like you kind of mentioned, you unmotivated at times, and then you hit a, a point where it's like, boom, 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 I want to work, I want to work, I want to work. So maybe he's just hitting a point right now where he's just like in that zone. And maybe he's not dropping new music, but he's just so locked in where he's in the studio. You know what I'm saying? And he might not be just because, like I said at the beginning, he's a huge fan of Basquiat, and he's a huge buyer of Basquiat. So I'm sure he's just paying his respects. This is a handshake that he's that he's performing at Uh this concert. More than likely. Andy Warhol as well. I didn't see that. And Basquiat. That's gonna be a man. That's something I wish I could go to. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like that's probably just an amazing I love just the 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 artistry of it as well. Like I want to see. Obviously, you know they're gonna have pains and things like that as well. Yeah, when exhibits come down to Dallas uh, and in the Fort Worth area, we go see those. I think mm-hmm. we both went to the the Vincent Van Gogh Absolutely. experience. Yes, um, sir. That was fire. Yeah, and I, I love myself a, a a good art museum. I go when I'm out of town and I travel to other places. Like I'll put an art museum on my itinerary out yeah, of out of town. Of course, always. Come on now, always. <laughs> For sure, for sure. But yeah. <clears throat> All right. We don't have uh we don't have too much to stay in with that because we were talking about how that was gonna be a great performance. I want to talk about something that I saw and I'm starting with hate, Kari. I don't think this is gonna be a great performance. <laughs> okay. Summer Jam 2023 has been the talk of the fucking town. Yeah. I don't think I've heard too much talk about Summer Jam in maybe the last 10 years. It's a staple in New York. It's always a great event. Um, so much so that you don't even have to mention it. It's just going to be a good time no matter no matter when it is. Mm-hmm. It blew up back in the 90s and early 2000s. I remember some of the biggest um, Summer Jam moments. I remember when Jay-Z had Michael Jackson on that Summer Jam screen. Um, I remember, pause, this sounds crazy because I... Uh, I don't remember seeing it. I was not there, but I remember it being a big deal. When Marcus Houston got naked on stage during performing naked, big big moments. I remember Bow Wow doing um, Summer Jam, huge moments. It's a big deal. Absolutely. And then this is actually the first time it's been back in like 20 years. Are you sure? Yeah. Says it right here. No way. No way. They got to be capping, bro. They got to be capping, after 20 years, 2023, we'll see the festival return to the UBS arena. The arena? Yeah, the arena. I was about to say, right. they, they definitely still do Summer Jam. Like, okay. they, they have that every year. <clears throat> okay. So, but anyways, okay, no, 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 you're right. Because I did see something about, there was a discussion about that. They're moving to a smaller venue. The UBS arena only holds allegedly like 19 to 20,000 people, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, Summer Jam's probably not doing the numbers they were, they were doing before. Right, right, of course. And going just back to the lineup, I agree with you. Like, the lineup doesn't wow you. You know what I mean? Now, I know we have Cardi B headlining in New York. That's, yeah, do you, you want to go be, through the whole lineup? Yeah, yeah, I will, I will. Cardi B headlining 
in New York is going to be amazing. So don't get me wrong. That's a show to see. But then you have Ice Spice. Cardi, go back. Go back. Cardi. Oh, I love Cardi B. You're giving, too much, you're giving too much credit right now. What's up? She hasn't dropped an album in five years. It's not going to be that huge. I'm just, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying she's the headliner. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Ice Spice, Coyle Ray, Glorilla, Lola Brooke, French Montana, Fabio Foreign, Lil TJ, and then they also gonna have the locks. But Cardi B, you said you don't what what's up? You said you don't think that's I'm it's giving, not big enough. I'm giving her too much credit. It's huge because she's Cardi B. Mm-hmm. But if we're thinking about having a headliner for a performance. I'm not picking the person that has one album and hasn't dropped in five years. Going on six. Because that album came out in January of 2018. It's Cardi, but when we think of New York, could we think about other people that we have, that we could have headlining? Yes, I will agree with you on that. I agree with you as well as far as the time frames and how that could be a negative towards Cardi B. But they do got all in New York, though. I ain't <clears> that's, gonna lie. that's what I'm saying. Like I think, I think regardless, it's just gonna be a show because she's in her home state. She's in her hometown. Um, Nikki, and, Nikki, turn this down. <laughs> probably. You think they went to Nikki first? Look at this lineup. <clears throat> no, I'm not saying they went to Nikki first, but I'm saying if we got all of New York in the building, this is hip hop. This is a New York scene right now. Cardi B running it. Ice Spice, Coyle Ray, Glow, take Glow Real out. Ice Spice, Coyle Ray, French Montana, 5 year Foreign, Lil TJ, and when we want to talk about some uh, legendary shit, we got the locks. I don't know too much of Lola Brooke. Is she from New York? I'm is not that sure. the don't play with it, don't play with it, don't play with it? Come on, baby, don't play with it. That might be her. Okay. Um, of course. Uh, Nikki gets this call, right? Yeah, but I mean, you can't you can't have both of them. You sure can. So it's like you gotta choose one. Whoever say yes first, you feel me? Like that's how I'm thinking. I think they went to uh, they went with Cardi B either way. Yeah, more than likely, man. But what I will say as well, what I'm not impressed more just about this lineup. I just don't think it's a great lineup. I understand that New York fellowship, whatever you want to call it there, but um, celebrating 50 years of hip-hop as well is the theme for this, and I guess they have that with the locks, so maybe that's just going to be a thing the locks only does. You don't you don't think Ice Spice celebrates 50 years of hip-hop? <laughs> Not at all, sir. Kari. Are you kidding me? Kari. Glorilla. <clears throat> I love Glorilla, but no. Lola Brooke. No, you are correct. I checked it. She does have that song, Don't Play With It. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Come on, baby. Don't play nah, with it. Oh man. Like, you know, and like I said, maybe that's just the part that the lock is going to do. And maybe they do like some um, dedication to, you know, other artists. We'll see. But to me, man, if we celebrate 50 years of hip hop, you got to go bigger than that. But, you know, hopefully it's a good show. I mean, it's New York. So, I mean... Maybe they weren't really trying to reach out and get other artists outside of the city. You could be correct. And I will say, if you're just trying to get artists from New York, they did a pretty good job. I'll say that. And still keeping up the entertainment vibe and having Glorilla and Lola Brooke 
they did all right. I don't I don't like this uh this lineup though. That probably just sounds super contradicting. <laughs> um for New York, I think they did a really good job. I don't like this though. Yeah. I can agree. For a concert, maybe we're expecting it to to stretch far beyond New York, New York artists, and that's why I don't like it. It needs to be bigger than this. We want it to be bigger than this, right? Is that is that why we don't like it? We should we should have bigger artists on this. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But like like you just said, maybe it's just a New York thing for this one. For the 50 years, you know, New York is the mecca of hip hop. Let's give it back to New York. <laughs> don't you just hate saying that shit? No, bro. I don't know what, it, and I have nothing against I New just York. Hate giving credit where it's due. I hate calling <laughs> I'm a, I'm you a, niggas a, the mecca of hip hop. I'm a bad person. Yeah, yeah, we ops. I don't want to give you credit because they hate on the South so much. Niggas from up north hate on everything from the South. They hate Wayne. They hate Boosie. I'm like, yo, we all we do is show love to all New York artists for life. Niggas don't ever give the South credit. They really just hate us, to be completely honest, because like, when the West Coast came through with that shit, they hated them niggas too. See what I mean? I, man, now I'm going to sound like a hater. <laughs> I would rather tip my hat off to them niggas if they were the mecca of hip hop than tipping from, it off. From the West? Oh my I mean, gosh, too, yes. That's my favorite sound. Shit, I love that. And it's because... Let's start some beef. I don't want to start beef, but you already know how that's going. The the New York, um, not mindset, but attitude is very prideful. Yeah. And on top of that, they started it. So it's like, nigga, like, wherever this shit goes, like, you always need to fucking remember it began here, bitch. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Like you, we we know where it started. Dude. Right. Like you ain't got to remind me. Yeah. Of every like, conversation. Leave us alone, man. That's what I don't like. Leave you know us. I mean? Leave us alone. But we responsible for a lot to this hip hop game as well. We got legends from the south. We create sounds. Do we have as many legends from the south as they do legends from the the north and east coast? Maybe not. <laughs> he know goddamn well we don't. Maybe not, man. But you know. Legends can coexist. How many generals from the South do we have? We got T.I. Wayne. We got Wayne. You got Scarface. Scarface. You got UGK. You got A-Ball MJG. Yeah. 3-6. Gucci. Gucci, Thug. All YSL, whatever. Mm. <laughs> mm. Gunna. <laughs> and that was episode 229 <laughs> of the Rise and Grind podcast. That's a wrap. Little baby, everybody from the Atlanta scene, Migos, come on now, little baby, man, come on, these are stars in the game. Today. I was thinking more of like the Outcast, oh, like legends, the legends, legends, legends. My bad, I got, I got carried away. Outcast for you sure, said little baby. <laughs> my bad, trippy red, like nigga, what's this nigga talking about? <laughs> we doing legends, my fault. But nah, man, I'm sure the north, up north, they have more. Obviously, you know, they could go all day. We got big, we got mob deep, we got the locks. LL. I was gonna say we got LL, Rock Kim, Nas, J, Big L. Like the list just goes on. Um, Dilla. Is Dilla is Dilla New York? I think Dilla's New York. Where Curtis Blunt from? New York. New York. (laughs) Niggas got everybody. Any DJ, this, this, that. Salt and Pepper, you can hear the New York there, right? Mm -hmm. Is that New York? Believe so. 
Wu Tang, New York. Yeah, you say Run Tribe, DMC. Tribe, you say Run New DMC. York. No, I didn't. Run DMC, New York. No, 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 no. They might got an A card. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, no, they might, they might, they might be the Mecca. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you niggas got it. Nah, yeah, they might be the Mecca, man. <laughs> Sheesh. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa! It's, it's not even close. <laughs> Let's stop talking shit, man. man. Shout out the East Coast. Shout out the North, man. Um, but fuck Summer Jam 2023. That doesn't look like a good time at all. Not at all, man. It's on June 4th, though. If you want to check it out, get some tickets. They are on sale now. They're probably doing that BOGO like the baby and shit. Of course. They come with a whole bundle. Yeah, you probably get nachos. <laughs> uh, where are we at with it next, Kari? Childish Gambino. He was in an interview. He started to open up about his previous music, and he opened up about This Is America. Yeah, you know, the the song that started a lot of controversy, won a, a lot of awards. It's iconic. If you of think course. about the words, This Is America, you don't mm-hmm. really think about it just being a sentence. You think about Childish Gambino and that iconic video that you had to sit down and dissect, and like, oh, this means this, this means mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had some things to say about it that we didn't know. He said that it actually kind of started out as a parody video. It was like a joke. Right. And he said that it was originally a diss track towards Drake. Yeah. Uh, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Love the guy. Very talented individual. Yeah. I think he's lying about that Drake shit. That was <laughs> when he wanted a... Uh, Come a click, a click worthy moment. I don't think this song started as no diss to Drake. How do you go from "This Is America" dissing I Drake, mean, <laughs> dissing Drake to "This Is America"? Yeah, I know. And what he said was, it started as just one line, and it was "This Is America." How 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 do you get "This Is America"? And it was a Drake line. Maybe ooh ooh, ooh maybe <laughs> I'm just in my conspiracy bag. You can maybe look at Drake. And how he's black and he's light skinned and he's acceptable to America. So they push commerce through him. Look at you, boy. You pot it. Or just from the fact that um, he's Canadian. He's not even from here. This is America. Whoa, whoa. No, 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 Car, no. You stepped on it. No, you got you hit it right on the nail. That's that's what it is. He's deporting him. (laughs) That's it's a deportation track. This is America. Right. Drake, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) This is America. That's how it started. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Don't fuck with your albums. Don't fuck with your albums. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, he also went on in that that interview to say that Tina Rock once told him during uh, a reading of 30 Rock that he was a diversity hire. Wow. Really? No, nah, we can't be fucking with that, right? That nigga's writing? Mm-hmm. And they, was this true or was she just talking shit? No, it's true. Damn. He said that. Wow. I know. I like Tina Fey, man. That's If y'all don't know Tina Fey, she's the one from Saturday Night Live that always used to reenact uh, Sarah Palin. Was that who it was? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secure that. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm not. <clears throat> are we shocked? Are we shocked? Are you shocked that white people are racist? Right, that's the question I'm asking no. you. <laughs> like, not at all. So, I mean, if it is true, of course I could believe that. But that's crazy. I, I do I do rock with Tina Fey. She's in a lot of movies that I like. Do you still rock with Tina Fey? After this? No, sir. I'm rooting for everything that's black. Okay. Like Wale. And he's black. 
You don't be rooting for Wale though. I do be rooting for Wale. Kari roots for anything that J. Cole does and uh shits on anything he doesn't root for. The moment about? that no role was it not no role models, what was it that came out? Uh False, False Prophets. Prophets. Ooh. This nigga just puts out fucking similes and <laughs> great <his songs>. titles. <laughs> False no prophets. role models and false <laughs> prophets, the same shit. Um, but when he put out false prophets, Kari immediately condemned Kanye West. It was over. Any any shred of love or respect uh or, or fanboyism he had in his his uh his heart for Kanye, it all fizzled. It all went out the door. Nah, that's not true. Man. No, no, it's true. It's true, and don't you stop this narrative I'm running. <laughs> Immediately after hearing the Kanye West verse, you move on to verse two of False Prophets. He doesn't say Wale's name, but it's about Wale. Kari went to the tattoo parlor and put <laughs> fuck Wale on his back. It's it's stamped. Like it's it's stamped. It looks like a, a huge, a huge upper tramp stamp. Ew. It just says fuck Wale. That would be disgusting. You got it. I don't have it. <laughs> what? No, I don't. You got First the tattoo, off. Kari. Like no. I, you came in with your shirt off, telling everybody about your new fuck Wale tattoo. <laughs> no, dude. Um, nevertheless, you're not gonna talk me out of this, and you're not gonna talk me out of this, <laughs> this narrative that I'm fucking running. Um, crazy. he hates anything that that Cole hates, and Wale is a part of that. So as soon as Cole said Wale was lazy, mm. oh my gosh, it was over. He had Wale CDs. He broke them. <laughs> he had Wale posters. He ripped them. Like, Kari's old bedroom used to consist of nothing but J. Cole and Wale posters. <laughs> Bro. He ripped all his Wale shit down. <laughs> that day. It was like when my sister found out that uh, that Chris Brown was actually dating Rihanna. When she heard that umbrella, oh my God, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> when my sister heard that fucking umbrella verse come out, nigga, she ripped all that shit off the fucking wall. For real? I swear to God, when she heard that, there were rumblings going around the industry <laughs> that Chris Brown might be dating Rihanna. Right. When she heard that fucking feature and she saw the video, oh my God, there was a video, that nigga was, he was uh, John Wall in his fucking umbrella and shit. <laughs> it was over. It was up. She probably threw up. That's crazy. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. She couldn't hold down food for two weeks. Yeah, that's disgusting, man. But I, I never had no Wale posters up in my room. I don't like that narrative. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to let you run that. Wale's a cool guy. I was at one point a very, very huge fan of Wale. Then I got to the point where I really wasn't caring for his music that much. But it had nothing to do with the False Prophet song. On social media and in school, like during middle school, Kari used to go by Kari Falaran. <laughs> Bro, you gotta stop. <laughs> he used to go by. Don't even sound like me. He used to go by Kari Falaran. So so much so that like last year he changed his name to Kari Falaran too. <laughs> nah, dude, that's nasty. You don't remember when, in uh, in middle school when you went by Kari Falaran? I do not, sir. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you done with the narratives? Um. One more. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. We yeah. good. We good. That's enough, man. That's enough for that. But, <clears throat> nevertheless, are we, are we still talking about Childish Gambino? Is that yep. where that came from? Yep. <sighs> if Childish Gambino actually had a Drake diss up his sleeve, not only would Chubbs beat the fuck out of <laughs> Childish Gambino <laughs> and anybody he hangs with, 
Drake would have put something out that probably would have ended the rap version of Childish Gambino. He Childish Gambino flirts with retiring all the time. That would have done it. That would have put him out. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he's about to drop some new music though. Childish Gambino? Absolutely, because he was at a basketball like you know, niggas just start popping out they at pop just out random and they, places. And they bro. want you like, to see that they are. That's what I'm saying. Like it just too many niggas just popping out. He's popping out too much. Interviews was, with interviews. with spicy fucking takes. He was sitting courtside. I forget what game. I want to say it was a Lakers game recently. But yeah, I seen a nigga courtside. I'm like, bro, all right. Like I think new music is on the way. Okay. Um, he also said that he did not like how the fans received the last season of Atlanta. And that's because it sucked, my nigga. <laughs> it's now, okay to say that. Yeah, and it's okay to say that. Yeah. What I will say is I know he was probably going through a pretty hard time. As they were wrapping the ending seasons up, he had lawsuits he was going through. We reported on those lawsuits. He had deaths in families. So um, all of that you can take into account and, and um, judge it that way. But, you know, a lot of people weren't feeling it. You got to hold that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't have too much more to say about Childish Gambino. Do you want to move on? Let's move on. Unless you had anything else to say about the diss, Drake. Nah, man. We can move on. All right. Uh, versus. There was an interview that Timberland did, Yo. and he went in detail about moving forward with Versus. Yeah, I got you, man. And this is good because, you know, this has been a conversation for a while because when's the last time they done a show? It's been a minute. Probably huh? either the end of 2021 or the beginning of 2022. While you're reading, uh, I can actually get more information okay, on that. Cool. So I have it here. Timberland, like we said, provided an update uh, with a new interview with Variety. So he explained to the outlet that the series isn't going away and is actually about to get an upgrade. Versus has been off air since last summer as they prepare for season three. So there we go. Last summer, and that's when they did some of the the Latin music producers with uh-huh. MLB. Um, they had Looney Tunes versus DJ Nelson. Other than that, they had Omarion versus Mario back in June of 2022. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Yeah. A-Ball MJG back in... May, but yeah, they they haven't been active in probably about seven or eight months. Bro, who was the uh, was that Ray J the watermelon shits? Was that Ray J? What what watermelon shits? The watermelon on stage was that Ray J in the verses? That was Omarion. Omarion. That was Omarion. Okay, he brought that fucking watermelon up. <laughs> man, yeah. they was going crazy. There were some wild moments. Yeah, they was going crazy, man. But uh, this is the exact quote actually from Tim. I'll read that. He said, yeah, we're about to go to the next level. And when you do that, there's always little bumps in the road, a few hiccups, but we're about to make an announcement. I can't really talk about who we got on it because the paperwork's not in yet, but this one's going to be pretty cool. Me and Swiss are still involved in a big way, and we're doing something that nobody's ever seen. It's not like a battle, but it's me and him. When you see it, you're going to like it. You're going to be like, oh, that's kind of different. And uh, that just made me remember they were going through, like, was it a lawsuit or just like a disagreement over a contract with Triller, right? Yeah, yeah. They were they, trying to get out of the deal. They got that settled. It's over. Okay. Okay. So that's why he was saying like there's just been a lot going on. I'm starting to remember. It's just been so long. The bro. thing 
the thing that um, prompted that entire question was them saying, what's happening with Versus? Y'all settled that legal issue okay. with Triller, right? Gotcha, and he said, gotcha. yeah, we're about to go into the next level. Gotcha. Um, I'm not excited. Why not? We have stepped out of the pandemic. We can pivot in a lot of different ways to make Versus happen, but selling it completely to Triller was probably the best thing that would have happened or the thing that would have made it the most money if a larger conglomerate's not going to be able to help them do it. Um, not saying that it's a failure, but you just have to look at the fact that we were in the pandemic. Everybody was inside and we were starving for some new form of entertainment. People were getting bored with everything super duper fast. And you saw verses come out of nowhere. You saw some of your, your favorite artists who you weren't seeing make music, you weren't seeing tour, and they were getting together and they were doing this this beautiful thing, um, going back to back in their homes. The pandemic ended. They started moving at the crowds. It still was a great time if you're inside and you have time to view that. But we said in 2020 that this was going to dip off. It wasn't going to last. It was, it was going to be short-lived. I don't expect this to revamp and... You guys gonna have to give me some some details on the new project right. instead of just some. If you like this <laughs> for being different, you're gonna like that because it's not gonna do it for me. If you're reading it, it's too late. Yeah, yeah, no, basically. Right. But no, I mean, I, I know what you. I feel you because I know with the pandemic that was something that just was easily it just grabbed your attention because niggas was at home not doing shit anyways on their phone. So they're gonna have to pivot. Somehow, man, I don't know how you do it. Like they've you, been pivoting. It's not. It's not working, Corey. You got to turn this into like more of a concert festival type feel. If you want to get people, like if the goal is to bring more attention, more people, more money, that would be the only way. This because, is because, like you said, like people are not really excited for verses no more. Corey, there is nothing they can do to generate more ad revenue or money for that that platform. If you think about this, this was a homegrown, um, <clears throat> independent company. They aligned with Apple. They did all of their shows through Apple at some point, and then they left their deal with Apple to start with Triller. They left Triller, and now they're back independent. If partnership solely through Apple can't help you and you had to leave and go somewhere else writing on the wall right there. There was writing on the wall when they left Apple. If you have to leave Apple to go to Triller, that's a backward step. Moving from Triller back to independent, another back, well, you could, you could see moving back independent as a forward step as well, but that was a backward step for them because they weren't looking to be independent. They were looking to be under an umbrella. <clears throat> I think we really need to we need to put this to bed. Let it go. I was about to say you think we need to let this go. And I think that they might be uh using the new company to start to revamp like not to revamp to uh to bring a new idea in and quietly end versus hopefully that's what they go with. But um it's time for it to end. <laughs> Time for a thing. Who else do we have to see go against each other? 
And these days, everybody has gotten to the point where they don't even want to do it anymore because it's so like- It's corny to them. Corny and just like out of respect, they like, you know, I just would rather not do it. Oh man, I, if we were just doing a, a cool celebration of music, we'd do it, but I don't wanna I don't wanna go against I it. Go against the great, that's my favorite. I'm better than anybody. And most niggas, like you said, don't want to do it. And the people that do want to do it, they they want to pick opponents that don't want to do it with them. Will somebody just go against TI so he can stop? <laughs> Who else been trying to go? Fuck. I think game. Was trying to get on there. The game was trying to go, but neither of them will get on unless 50 will go with them. That was the entire debacle with T.I. He was like, yo, why why am I not big enough for 50? They kept trying to get him with... Uh, fuck, I forgot who it was. it was. It was somebody else who was like, nigga, I'm one of the biggest artists in rap. In Stop world. putting me with them. <laughs> it was Busta. They, they kept trying to do T.I. Busta, and T.I. was like, respectfully, no. That's you remember when he did that age gap thing? I don't, man. T.I. does. He does a lot. We reported on it. Cardi doesn't remember the things we report on because he doesn't really, <laughs> He doesn't give a fuck about his job. <laughs> he does a lot. <laughs> Cardi said fuck his job. Yeah. But um, are you ready to move on? Yeah. Oh, all right, Cardi. Have you seen all these niggas with these new Instagram blue checks on yeah, them? Yes, sir, I have. Everybody verified these days. Absolutely. Now, I saw it come in, uh, and, and we've seen the influx on Twitter, but I, I have to say the wave on Instagram was much larger of blue checks than seeing it go on Twitter. Yeah, facts, man. Um, I remember, I think it was earlier this week, maybe like Monday. Or Sunday, I really can't remember. Did they officially rolled it out? Yeah, I really can't remember. But I, I think it was earlier this week. But anyways, signing in, I just started seeing blue check after blue check. And I was like, I really had forgot that they did this. Oh, you thought all them <clears throat> niggas was famous? I thought they went through the normal process. You know, it take you know, it takes several weeks. To, no, fifteen ninety nine. So I was like, damn, okay, maybe, maybe you boss up did your thing. And then I saw it, I was like, oh, it's live now. So, yeah, man, the blue checks are heavy. I'm seeing them everywhere. Yeah, man. So, Meta Verified has, uh, it's actually been activated. Um, Meta, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, whatever you want to call them, they announced the the launch of a new service called Meta Verified, where servers would be able to pay a monthly fee to have a blue check mark next to their name, which serves as a form of verification. Um They'll have it on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it's eleven ninety nine on the web, fourteen ninety nine for iOS. But you're starting to see a super duper influx of them. So much so that on the first day that Meta Verified was available, Instagram sold forty four million blue checks, amounting more than six hundred and sixty million dollars in just twenty four hours. Corey. <laughs> Think about that. Man, say. Say these numbers were the exact same for Twitter. This nigga Elon be halfway out of debt in three days. <laughs> Yo, what? $660 million. <clears throat> and the thing about it is these are automatic doubles. Like this isn't something that is like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to make an example. One day you have... 400 buyers and then tomorrow you'll have two these are monthly subscriptions so next month of course you're not going to retain everybody for two months but say you you retained everybody for a month say if it's just half I, 
nigga, three hundred b- <laughs> billions. And of course, you're going to pick up more, wow. more clientele, more as customers go on. as it goes on. Right, of course. There's going to be another influx. Billions of dollars immediately. Oh, yeah, that's really crazy when you break it down that way. That's showing, number one, the the power that these social medias have, uh, these social media platforms have, the, the buying power, and number two, what niggas are willing to do to be accepted. Yeah, man, it's really... It's really good and bad on this for Instagram, for Meta, whatever they're called. Oh, they sitting back feeling good because a lot of these companies are in debt. I know Twitter. The Twitter's news, far in debt. The, the news is just out there, but more than likely, all of these niggas are trying to find new ways to make money, especially with um, the way that social media is these days. Like everybody is just in that shit to make money. So them, they sitting back cool, right? I'll say Facebook and Instagram are cool right now. Not in debt is what you're saying? Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, t- t- Mark is not in debt. For sure, for sure. But back to just the side, like you said, niggas wanted to get this and feel important um, because that has become like a status symbol. It has. You know, within our society. So I get that, man. But at the same time, like, I'm just like, I guess, like, if you need it for your business or whatever, you know. I business is different. That's fine. Um, but a lot of niggas just got checks just to have checks. Like, it's like a... Like I said, a status symbol or like a popularity contest these days, and it's the value of it is gone, man. For business, um, outside of like realms of niggas that are just grinding from the top up, how do you feel about? Because I don't think I'm mad at this. Say there's somebody that wants to sell a product, and he cops, you know, some fake followers. He cops some. Fake likes. He's putting up real pictures. Fake likes, fake followers. Yeah. And he sets up shop, and he's running a business through there, running up money. Because I know people that do that, and they're making money straight off the phone. You just you just set up an, an easy shop right there. You asking me how do I feel? Mm-hmm. I don't have no problem with that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if you get a blue check right there, do you have a problem hey, man, with that? Do y'all think? No, like I don't. For your business, even if it's just for you personally, I don't care. I'm just going to give you my opinion on it. So, yeah, if it's for your business, that's fine. But if you just getting it just to have it, I'm like, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just don't make sense to me, you know. And I, and I get, like, people need it for different reasons. Like I said, it may get you into certain doors or have certain conversations with people or even get, you know, brand deals. That's a, that's a, a new thing with social media as well, that blue check. Help you get those deals on, it does. on Instagram and Twitter for those social media influencers, you know. So I get it, man. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to down anybody at all, but it's just crazy, like how, like you mentioned, what niggas are really spending their money on, bro. Like this is a bill to have a blue check. <laughs> this is just a bill to me. But like Kari said, if you're not using that shit to get you some money, and is really just sitting there for some popularity or for clout or to say you have a blue check to say it because it looks good, waste of money. You could find other things to be doing with your money. That should be used for business and to attract uh, revenue. Mm-hmm. I don't have any more on it. That's it, man. You won't see me with no blue check though. <laughs> I'm not giving Facebook no monthly subscription. No, yeah, no, no, Crazy. I'm, I'm not. Um, <clears throat> let's move on. I think we only have one more thing to talk about. Okay, this is a short pod, Corey. YouTube has announced their full details on the Sunday ticket, Corey. Sheesh. 
and it's expensive as fuck. Yeah, they really. Um, we're gonna get into it, but I don't really think they, because you know they just switched from Direct TV mm-hmm. to YouTube TV, and the whole point of that was to save people some money. Did it save anybody money, Corey? I don't think they're saving anybody any money with these new prices. It says the NFL Sunday ticket add-on is available during pre-sale for two hundred and forty-nine dollars for the season. A special launch offer savings of one hundred dollars off of the retail price of three forty nine. They said they're also offering a bundle option with Sunday uh, with NFL Sunday Ticket and NFL Red Zone for a total of two hundred eighty nine dollars for uh yeah for the entire season during pre sale. Another one hundred off from their three eighty nine during the season. And I want you to know this is just an add-on to the already monthly price that you're paying for YouTube TV, which, yep. which they also increased recently. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it started out like around 50 to 60 a month. Now it's like in the 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 70 to 80 range. Yeah, any any further, just get down on your knees because you, you're going to have to suck dick for it. <laughs> you're going to have to suck dick for the money to pay for this. For some NFL? Yeah, yeah. Imagine. Never no. mind. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You were right by saying no nah immediately. No, nah. <laughs> imagine. Nope. No, I nigga. Imagine none of that. I won't. I don't imagine none of that, man. But um, so I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Have YouTube TV. I'm a very proud user of YouTube TV. Not gonna be getting this ad on. <laughs> I promise you, man. We are gonna find them streams. I was just gonna say, uh, I am a proud user of. Pirated websites. Yes, yes, yes. And anytime there's a football game that's out of my region, I do a little piracy. And allegedly. I don't do pi- I allegedly do piracy. Right. Um, anytime there's a boxing MMA UFC fight, we allegedly gonna do a little piracy, you know what I'm saying? What makes you NFL Sunday ticket niggas think that this is any different? I'm gonna find the game. For the free 99 and watch it for the free 99. And I'm going to do it on Monday. And I'm going to do it on Thursday as well. What do these niggas think it is? And it's crazy because. What do y'all think this is? Right. The reason reason for these streams is because they're trying to cut back on that, but you make it so expensive. All you really do is increase that. Yeah, don't worry. That's what I don't understand. I don't think niggas really be trying to get the bigger picture here. Nobody is gonna pay four hundred dollars. Like a little baby. <laughs> the bigger picture. It's black and white. What do you say? Big and black and white. <laughs> it's it's black a problem with white. the whole way of life. Can't change overnight. It's a problem with the way they running these companies. But man. we gotta start somewhere. These organizations, but not. Nah, Might this, as well go on and start here. It's crazy. My girl got a pap smear. I'm sorry, <laughs> bro. Like what? What was that? That rhymed with hell of a year. For sure. For sure, man. I don't even know what to say after that. I don't know. We don't have anything else to say. That was the last topic. We yeah. can we can end there. For sure, man. <sighs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and get out of here. That was episode 229 of the Rising Ground Podcast. We'll see y'all on Monday. It's your boy, Roderick. I'm Jakari. All right, man. Let's get out of here.